Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I am your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Welcome back, everybody. Hey guys. Thank you for tuning in to No Stage Lights. For those of you just joining us, we are Terry and Janelle Carter. We are entrepreneurs. We are musicians. We are married. <laughs> All the above. <laughs> check, check, check. And we are happy to be with you today. Yes, we so are. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, on last episode, we discussed balance and balancing lives and things like that. And we sort of started rolling into some things like pressures that society puts on us. And so that's what today's episode is all about is what society tells us is important versus what truly is important. Exactly. Okay. Uh, how are you, by the way? Today, I'm doing sir? good. A little... Uh allergy I yeah think, but, you know yeah i had that last week it was rough yeah it's and a- it's raining in the midwest it's been chilly and rainy <clears> for <throat> days upon days but i'm trying to find the positive the grass is green yep we're gonna, it really is we're gonna build an ark soon <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble or maybe we're, a rowboat i don't know some, that might be a better option <laughs> so we are going to talk about society and the pressures that society, some things are so stupid that, mm-hmm. you know, the society wants us to do. And uh, I, I really have been um, reading this article um, from, it was published in a website called datadriveninvestor.com. So I want to cite our source there. And uh, I love it. He says, seven stupid things society wants you to do advice from a broke man. <laughs> <laughs> so take it with as you will. Um, so I kind of want to u- use this as a guide and then we can spin off on our own opinions and things like that. Right. Um, but I love this as... Um, This is an anonymous quote, and it says, I used to walk into a room full of people and wonder if they like me. Now, I wonder if I like them. Oh. Yeah, I love it. So so that was a little quote that goes along with number one, which is following the majority. And that's confidence. That's, Um, that's, you know, that's gaining your confidence. Sure. And self-worth. People tend to believe that something is true because the majority of people think it's true. Right. Right? And so we just need to sort of break that mold. I mean, well, that's like, I think that starts when you're, you know, a kid, you know, a little kid mm-hmm. going to school and you walk in that school room for the first day and everybody turns around and looks at you and you're mm-hmm. like, Whoa. Yeah. You know, or I have so many examples, but you know, okay. So right now there's like this TikTok trend going on and it's, you know, it says like, see if he matches your energy and the, there's a girl, right? So like, say it was you and I, and if I like jumped up and pretended like there was something under my feet, like a mouse or something. And I, you know, ah, and they're filming secretly. And the idea is to see if your spouse matches your energy. Like, does he jump up and say, ah, too. And so many do, but that's a perfect example of like, you know, and you don't think any of that was staged? I she, mean, no, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't. I don't yeah. know. That's that's kind of not the point. But like, maybe it's staged. But I, my point is, is that people will follow suit. If I right. took off down our road right now in our neighborhood with my arms flailing, screaming, yelling, and it was a nice day and people were outside, chances are people are going to start following me. Mm, maybe maybe with a woo woo yeah, truck. <laughs> I don't know. Butterfly nut. I mean, okay. That's a bad example. 
help me out here. Well, I I, I know what you're trying to say. Okay. I do get, but I mean, okay. I think they're gonna they're gonna worry about you more than they're gonna like want to start running after you. I'm just trying to come up with an example. <laughs> I didn't I know. know you were gonna dissect all of them. Okay, like being in a mass line, going like you're going into a concert, mm-hmm. or you're like going into something like that. If that you know one or two people veer off to the right, people are going to mm-hmm. go, oh, is this a shortcut? Mm-hmm. And then yes. and then people will start following them. Yes. So so I think we went a little too deep on that. Right. People know what it means. Yeah, they're like, to- okay, move on. <laughs> um, but so so society tells us, you know, everybody's doing it, right? Everybody's, everybody's buying this brand. And mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a defiancy issue. And so I don't love like, if everybody's watching a Netflix show, I won't hop on board right away. No, I kind of don't want to. Perfect example for me is I didn't start watching Frasier until after it was off. Like Uh off a TV later. And it was 11 seasons. I mean, and I love Frasier. That show is excellent. The writers are excellent. The acting is excellent. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. a couple shows. Well, there's one on right now. That, that, I don't know if it's still on the blacklist. And I've been watching. I watched that, and mm-hmm. I wait for the season to come out on Netflix before I won't. Mm-hmm. I won't watch it. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, or like if there's a trend, or you know what I mean. So it's like, hey, did um, you see that new Andy Griffith show? <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Yeah. I think there's, there's, you know, lots of things that I don't do that other people are doing, but then sometimes I'm like, when I do hop on board, I'm like, Oh, this is great. No wonder everybody loved it. Um, okay. So figuring life out by a certain age. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's something that society tells us, right? Um, if you type 30 things to do before you turn 30 into Google, you will get over 6 billion, billion suggestions in under 0.7 seconds. And so these are things that, you know, you read these lists. And I used to have um, this great little comparison. I read an article and it was like, same thing. It was like, you know, 30 things to do before you're 30 or 40. And they were ridiculous. And I I did like a comparison. Like climb Everest and, you know. Well, like, yeah, like buy yourself an expensive watch and, um, or become a millionaire by the time you're what? Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is if you don't, if you haven't done everything on their list, right. Um, they will convince you that you're living a subpar life and like, you know, you don't listen to them. You be you. Yes. You know, that's, uh, this is interesting. If you want to be a thousandaire, you go right ahead. So a thousandaire. (laughs) I want to be a hundred air at least. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is interesting. So society tells us to get offended. People get addicted to feeling offended all of the time because it gives them a high. Being self-righteous and more morally superior feels good. Mark Manson said this. And that's so interesting to me. Yeah, I would have never thought. Society expects you to be outraged by anything. What? So, yeah. Oh, I'm so offended by this commercial. I'm so offended by this or, oh, can you believe it? it's almost like it's like gossipy, like 
So uh, being a baby. I mean, okay. Well, I think the more professional term for that is <laughs> being offended. So we have become a culture, a society that is offended by everything. Which is absolutely asinine. I agree. But that's. It's, it's like, shut up, you know, mm-hmm. just stop bitching. And that, yeah, those people, you know, they're that whole thing about everything being offensive and you can't do this. You can't do that. Just shut up. That's that's <laughs> I mean, good God. Um, well, you know, I've always said this about, you know, people who poke somebody and they succeed in provoking um, those people then realize that your mind is just not that strong. And that's something that's interesting and something to build on. So one of the things that I admire, this is me quoting this data-driven investor. He says, one of the things that I admire about stoic philosophy is its approach to control our emotions. And so think about it. You're like, I've done it. Like, oh my gosh, watch this YouTube video of this woman at Starbucks and she's going crazy because somebody made her mad and now it's viral because everybody's like, whoa, she lost her mind. And they're, you know, if you've got somebody, so say she was at Starbucks and somebody did something to offend her, but she stayed cool, calm and collected and didn't react, then it wouldn't have any hype. It wouldn't have gone anywhere. Well, right. You know, but she freaked out and okay, we just had the Oscars and Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock in the mouth for comments. I don't know where you stand on that. I know where I stand on that. This is definitely not like a debate show. So I don't want to get into that too much. I will give you my opinion on it. Um, I disagree with hitting anybody in the face pretty much ever unless you're defending yourself. That's my, my opinion. I can agree with that. I also feel like the hosts of these shows are comedians most of the time and comedians. Well, that's what he does. They roast people and should he have taken a jab at her for a medical diagnosis or a medical issue probably not but you know what it's comedy he wasn't yeah i don't think he was trying to be but i mean and maybe i'm defending the wrong person um so i you can see both sides of it but it shouldn't come to blows i mean it's not like i read something and i loved it it said Somebody was very upset about this uh, on social media and they said, typical abuse scenario. The abused is hit because of something they said. So they're talking about Chris Rock being the abused and Will Smith being the abuser. Um, The abused is hit because of something they said. The abused is supposed to go on as if nothing happened and then is commended for not pressing charges. Meanwhile, the abuser talks about how love made him do it. And the abuser is still handed a prize because he got an Oscar after that. 
Like, as somebody who came from a little bit of an abusive... A little bit. Okay, well, yes. As somebody who came from an abusive background... Not not with my families, but like in a relationship... That pisses me off. Well, yeah, because it it screams in your face that how obvious that is. I'll smack your mouth if you say that. I'll smack your mouth. Like, didn't he get up and like blubber about it though? Wasn't like Will Smith like blubbering and crying about it? I don't. What do you mean blubbering and crying? Well, after the fact, when he was, I don't know if it was. His oh, that, that was or, an acceptance speech for his Oscar. That was completely different. Oh, it wasn't okay. No, he was accepting his speech. That was his acceptance oh, okay. award. But I, I missed. But anyway, I didn't want to trail off onto this, but I did. I just, so society, different things, you know, and I know there are a lot of people who are going to disagree with me and that's okay because we're in a world. I hope that we can agree to disagree. I have opinion. And I see your side. I do. I love that my husband protects me. Terry is a protector. This is what he does. I love that he is. There are a lot of people that are out there right now saying, you're damn right. He smacked him in the mouth. He should have kept his mouth shut about Will's wife. All he was doing was protecting her. I I see that. I do. I see that. I respect your opinion. I don't like seeing people get hit in the mouth, hit anywhere, no matter what. And you really want to drive home a point. There are classier ways to do it, in my opinion. So. But moving along, mm-hmm. um, let's see. So there are, you know, I think like, we should move on from the offended part. Um, like you had mentioned religion. Uh, yeah. Like the whole going to church. Oh, thing. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like society tells us that if you, you know go to church you're a good person and i have a really strong feeling about that because mm-hmm. um and and greg actually said this when we were younger because greg's catholic and i mean he went to catechism i mean, I mean mm-hmm. he was greg is a friend of ours yeah great and so like like you you pretty much should have had your own room at the church the way it sounds okay, yeah i went yeah. to a lot of church and i enjoy i like yeah. going i love church i'm not saying anything bad about it um but if I'm going to be, you know, judged on how, the kind of person I am by whether I go to church or not, I think that's mm-hmm. that's wrong. Well, it's, it's because here's the yeah. way I look at it. Um, back at it's mainly like in the, in the '70s and things. It was a who could dress up the nicest. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like you, you would never go to church in jeans. You would never go to, you know, it just. You're like, what? You know, if you don't have mm-hmm. a suit and tie on or, you know, something women wear, you know, dresses and whatever have you. But my personal feeling on this is I don't need to go to a man-made building mm-hmm. to pray to God. I, I prayed on the toilet. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, the, you know, they say he hears you, so... He can, yeah. hear, he can hear me whether I'm in that building or whether we're down here, in, you know, in our little studio here or we're driving down the road. You know, that's yeah. the case. I mean, I don't I, I know I get the whole point behind it of it going to church. I do get it. And it's a nice place to go. You know, it, it, you know, some people 
feel Mm -hmm. very strongly and very close to God by being in the church. And I respect that 100%. But don't tell me I have to go there to be a good person. Right. Well, and we know plenty of people who are always at church, always going to church, but are terrible human beings. Are, yeah, shitty people outside of it. Like, I think that's why they go to church because they're hoping to get that ticket punched no matter what, but they're, they're complete asses outside of it. Abusers. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's. Yes. So that's, that's definitely, you know, um, something where you're like, oh, okay, how do you feel about that? Um, I, I think that another topic that society tells us is, um, you know, achieving, achieving, like accumulating material things. Like how much do you have? How much do you have? That's keeping up the Joneses. That's the old saying, but Mm -hmm. bottom line is, you know, can't take it with you. Mm -mm. I always remembered this when I was little, my dad, you know, he was, again, it was in the 70s, so CB clubs were a big deal, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And um, he used ham radio, he'd talk all over the world and stuff like that, but he was in this, there was about him, was him and probably, I don't know, half a dozen dozen other men and women, you know, husband and wives in the CB club, and they'd always get together and have coffee at one one of another's houses and stuff. That mm-hmm. was the, That was the cool thing, you know? And then would they talk on CBs? No, they would. No, that would be their time just to get together and just oh, you know okay. visit with each gotcha, other, gotcha, you know, sure. catch, catch up. And this one gentleman always said, you know, he told my dad, you know, he's like, when I die, you know, because it was always, you know, you can't take it with you, you can't take it with you. And he'd always say, when I die, I'm gonna have a hundred dollar bill in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, well, okay, what are you gonna do with it? <laughs> You know, and yeah. it's just gonna, you know, decompose. You coconut, wow. yeah. Jeez, you coconut. <laughs> um, material things, yeah. Your peers will respect you for your integrity and your character, but not your possessions. I mean, some of the most beautiful conversations and meals and connections, deep connections that I've had with people who I love, have been around basically nothing, you know, Right. versus, and, and I think it's okay. Like, I don't want anybody to start feeling guilty. Like, no, it's, you it know, Oh my God, ways. I'm listening to this podcast and I'm on my way to get my new car right now. Yeah. And I feel like a jerk. No, it's not about, no, that. I think it's no. okay. Like to, to have desires of, as long as you understand, as long as we understand that that doesn't make us successful. No, what, defines what i what i think we both feel is what defines a person's success and 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 them is what's in their heart and how they treat people and how sure. they treat them you know the ones they love and you know how they live their lives mm-hmm. that's what matters absolutely that's you know i love this comparison I, I, if you got a lamborghini you want me to drive i mean heck yeah sure I'll, you know I'll, I'll do it success is not a number you deposit in your bank account just as engagement rings should not indicate commitment and the size of the rock should not symbolize how much love is shared between two people. And well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there is a story behind this ring, and I will never want another one. I've told you that mm. from the minute you gave it to me and said someday I'll get you something 
bigger or better. I don't, this is, you worked so hard for this ring and this is what I'm keeping on my hand forever. Yeah. I mean, unless you are thinking of getting me a different one for <laughs> our anniversary or something. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, don't. I won't. I don't want uh, one. Well, I appreciate that. But, I love this um, one. It, what is the whole, what um, is it a month or three months salary that they say? What is the guideline for buying a diamond Oh, I didn't these days? know there was. Oh, there's a guideline. Yeah. It's supposed to be like three months salary or... I don't think it's three weeks. That wouldn't get you anything. Um, huh. um, yeah, I think it's three months. The general rule is you should spend at least two months' salary oh, two months. on the engagement ring. For example, if you are making $60,000 per year, you should spend $10,000 on the engagement ring. Dang. I mean, after a while, you might need some kind of brace on now, your hand. this one says a three-month... Yeah, see, I have three. But that's the who's you know who's behind that? The diamond industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The diamond industry. You're dang right. Um, this is not at all anything to do with this, but we're just kind of talking about like what we're taught and what we're told and all this stuff. Um, my mom was telling me I just recently had some blood work done, and I, you know, called her and said, "Hey, my cholesterol is great. Like, it's this is what the number is." and and she said, did you know that like the good cholesterol number used to be higher? I think it was like 220 or something. And now it's like, you know, 200 and under is normal. Anything above 200 is like, there's different tiers of like, you know, the bad, mild, the bad, the bad cholesterol like you're, you're just like overall number. Yeah. Yeah. Your total cholesterol. Right, okay. And it used to be like 220 and now it's 200 or something like that. 220, 200. Yeah, they wanted, my doc said they wanted under 200. Okay. It used to be under 220, but my mom told me that the, there was like a, um, and, and my very best friend is pharmacy or she's not a pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> she is now a CVS. Poof. <laughs> she's a, she's a brick and mortar, baby. <laughs> no, she's a pharmacist. Right. She's a pharmacist. Right. So, but, so she could probably kind of weigh in on this and tell me what she thinks. But my mom said that the, the cholesterol medicine, like medication companies. Well, it makes sense. I mean, pushed for that. They were like, you know, they pushed for the cholesterol number to go to be lowered. So before, if you came in at a whopping two twenty five, you were just five points over normal right now you're 25 points over normal and that requires That's a red could require medication yep. and so it's interesting when you start to like hear about these things and see about these well i mean yeah because it's all going to revolve around that dollar you know right yeah <laughs> what is so the, what are you what are your thoughts guys i mean no, what, i'm laughing because um <laughs> Uh, what do you what do you feel society makes us feel guilty? I'm just laughing because I feel guilty all the time. Oh right, I, I do. I, I'm yeah, and I'm also laughing at the three month thing. That's that's crazy. I mean, and if like your dream is to you know if you were raised to be like if you're if you're gonna propose to somebody and you're like that is what I've always wanted to do. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. But no, you don't. If you're sitting in your car, or your truck right now, and you're like, how am I gonna afford? 
like a proper ring for. And that's just it. My significant other. Keyword there. There is proper. Again, it's what mm-hmm. it means to the both of you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, sizes and everything, ladies. <laughs> Keep on telling yourself that, Terry Carter. So, oh, oh boy. <laughs> we need we need your yeah. We need your honking button for that. Um, okay, and so finally, uh, here's another thing that society is really you know kind of poo pooed. <laughs> I don't think I've ever used that word. Poo-pooed. Is saying no. We talked a little bit about this before in the balance episode, but like saying no is kind of like looked down on. And because I think the first thing that might be, you might be judged on by, oh, are you too good? Yeah, or society you guys- wants you to feel guilty every time you say no to other yeah. people. To hell with them. You have to establish boundaries and define, yep. you know, what that looks like for you. And then really make the decisions. I love this. It says, if you want me to place your family, if you want me to place your needs before my family's needs, the answer is no. Absolutely. And here's the way I look at it. When it comes to, you know, when you do make a decision like that Mm -hmm. and say it's about, you know, Ah, gosh, I can't. I'm struggling trying to find a a scenario. But it, say it's around money, or say mm-hmm. somebody asks you to do something and you you just simply can't, and you know you're gonna you're gonna do this. But I always look at it like it's easy for them to say just do it, right? But at the, at the end of the day, you know they're not gonna pay our bills. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Again, I hope I'm coming across. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying it's having a hard time, like I said, coming up with a scenario. But anytime I think of something like that, I always ask myself, if I do, you know, if I do this and and it doesn't work and the person that's telling me to do it and Mm -hmm. not think about it, well, that's all fine and great because when it it crashes and burn, they're not going to come and say, I need to pay your electric bill for you. In the same breath, I really think it's important to to remind you all that if you have a talent or a gift or something that comes naturally to you. So for instance, like if somebody, if we knew that what we could offer somebody would be so special for them, even though it might make us a little uncomfortable. Like, let me just give this example. It's, we have a hard time performing at funerals. Okay. Well, that's tough. Well, yeah, it's tough. I don't like doing, honestly, I don't like doing weddings or funerals. Well, it's just a lot of pressure. You get one shot. Yeah. But we know that if we're asked it's something that's really, really important to oh, that person. Course. And so that's a gift that we can give, even though we're like not super comfortable with it. And so I think that's an important thing to remind yourself, like whatever your gift, your talent, your expertise are, if somebody truly can benefit in a huge massive way or be you know you can touch a heart or a life with what you can know how to do and it doesn't like change a lot for you even if it makes you a little uncomfortable 
it's still right. That's thing. something. It's the right thing to do. That's the yeah. So saying no, just out of the bot, like yeah, sorry, no, that makes me uncomfortable. I'm not doing right. it. Yeah, yeah. It, there's a little like wiggle yeah. room in there. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't doesn't yeah. apply to everything. Yeah. So. Let us know what your thoughts are. I th- we covered a lot of ground today yeah. and um, had a little more uh, opinionated <laughs> conversation <laughs> than normal. And clearly you can see that I'm not super comfortable with those conversations, but I'm getting there. Yeah. So what grinds your gears about uh, society? You tell you us. Know? Yeah. You tune in and tell us. Thank you for listening. Yes. We're going to sign on out of here and let you go on with your day. My name is Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Thank you for listening to No Stage Lights. Take care.